Hey guys, I'm Bert with Dabbing with Washington Artists. The idea is simple. We have six dabs and six questions. So sit back, light your torches, as we sit down and interview the artists that make Washington, Washington. Hey, I'm BHZ. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and other social media sites as uh, backslash music by BHZ. And I also uh, am part of a band or a group named Devil Boy, which you can find at Devil Boy Seattle. We have some music coming out here soon. Uh, not my choice, Devil Boy will be releasing around June 1st. BHZ's Bear Singles will be releasing right around that same time, June 1st to June 7th. For today's series of dabs, we'll begin our smoke session with a Primus, a GMO, and a Lemon Berry, and we will round out the smoke session with a Strawberry Banana, a Cinderella's Dream, and a Sour Pineapple Skittles. Welcome to Dabbing with Washington Artists. Today we are rejoined by one of our previous guests, uh, Brett Hewlett. So, I'm, sure I, I'm, I'm such a stoner that sometimes I'll fuck up somebody's name. But, um, that was great. Welcome Perfect. back. Thank you for having me again. And we're, we're glad to have you again. Um, so you've done this before, so you know the general uh, stake. So uh, our first dab today is going to be a uh, Primus. Ooh. And we've got, uh, we're starting with an indica today. And this is kind of a, like a diamondy sugar. A lot of pine to that. Wow. Primus is a hard-hitting indica dominant strain known for its long-lasting high and sour taste. We found a gram of these sugar diamonds at a shop on Route 99 in Everett. Perfect. It's so nice. Right? Let's see here. So the first one we asked, uh, and I don't know if we've asked this of you before, but what role does cannabis play in your creative process? Uh, it is my catalyst. Okay. As, uh, as we've talked about before, I can't really do much unless I actually have some of this in my system, whether it's THC or CBD. <laughs> uh, unless I have that in the system, like, like I said, I can't do anything. As soon as I start hitting that, I get that nice relaxation and the nice like doling of the pain. I can actually start focusing again, and that's when the creativity... Just flows on out. Since you've been here last, do you have any new uh, new favorite strains that you've discovered? Or uh... Uh, I will say this: there's a, a, a flower grower um, uh, called Evolve, who uh, okay. they also they also do one named uh, a strain or not a strain a line called Pagoda, and they oh, are I'm familiar with Pagoda. So if Pagoda's like Toyota, Evolve is like Lexus. Okay, okay. And they have this uh, sunset sherbet that is just fucking amazing. That sounds really good. And if not that, then it would be the Western cultured spiked punch. Those are uh, <laughs> fucking fantastic. I'm definitely familiar with Western culture. Western uh, culture does bomb stuff, man. Um, so you've released a series of new tracks. Um, was it, has there been um, a particular cannabis influence on on those new uh, those new tracks? Yeah, um, not coming home, which is kind of the one that people have been really getting into for the people I've shown it to. We least. definitely like that one. Yeah, that honestly uh, probably wouldn't have happened unless I actually had weed with me. Um, I wrote it while we were actually, I was at my buddy's house, so we were doing uh, Pro Tools lessons basically with a, a producer uh, who was running a training program. Okay. And I went downstairs having some pain attack, couldn't focus, went outside, smoked, came back inside. He had a piano sitting there, and I sat down and wrote Not Coming Home. 
So and we have yeah. some more questions about not coming home a little bit later. So I don't cool. want, I don't want to get too off, too far ahead of that one. But, All right, well we'll uh, cut it there. But but uh, yeah, I actually really dig that song. That's a it's a really good one. I love the piano playing. I honestly think it's the best song I've ever written, to be honest. Oh man, I'm gonna have to. Do, well, okay, emotionally probably, but like I really dug the uh, was it uh, the, the the Devil Boy? Uh, oh, the uh, one. Uh, yeah, Devil Boy. The one I sent you yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, fuck. Oh my god. Yeah, that's a great song. And if that one's not released yet, just wait, people. It's fucking awesome. June 1st. <laughs> June 1st. Just wait. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so for our second dab, uh, we have a uh, GMO High Terp Sugar Wax. GMO is an indica-dominant hybrid that's known for its intense body high and tendency to leave the smoker couch-locked as well as its unique aroma of garlic and diesel. We picked up a gram of this live rosin at a shop on 88th Avenue in Linwood. <laughs> Although I don't have another question, but... <sighs> we did do that once, Ooh. though. So the second question is when we ask everyone, and we've asked you before, mm -hmm. uh, so we'll kind of build on your prior answer. Okay. <coughs> um, so you draw a lot of influence from your uh, diverse music from the diverse music scene here in Washington. Um, how did that influence your new uh, set releases? Uh, honestly, I've been kind of getting mixed in with a bunch of different, I don't want to say types or casts of people, but you know, just different ways of life and stuff like that lately. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I used to be one of these people who, you know, if it's not at least three and a half minutes long, it's not a song. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, I don't, I, I got a song coming out called Dreams. It's going to be on the same release as Not Coming Home. Uh -huh. It's about two minutes, 30 seconds, 218. You can, you can fit some power into two minutes. You, you really can. Morning. Yeah. And I honestly, like I said, up until I started meeting all these other people, I was like, no, 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 no. If you're a musician, three minutes is not long enough. It's got to be at least 330. Yeah. And then I started getting, you know, more people talking to me and showing me songs. And there was this one song by a 21 Pilots. I don't remember what it's called, but my friend showed it to me. And I was like, oh shit, that's only like two and a half minutes long. That's a fucking awesome song. Is it fairly local? I don't know. That was a pretty short one. <sighs> no, I don't, it was, I don't remember. But... It, was a, it was off one of their earlier albums and it had like a, mm. I want to say a ukulele in it. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about actually. Yeah, it's like two minutes and 38 seconds long and it's one of the greatest songs I've heard in a long time. I'm like, oh, okay. okay. If you make a good song out of that, I think I can do it too. I, I really dig what they do, especially for two people. That, that's Dude. just fucking insane. I, yeah, it's it such is such a big insane. sound for two people, you know? That's just nuts. And I hear they put on a fantastic live show too. Maybe we want the concert start coming around again. <laughs> Cannot wait. But uh, maybe you've got to be excited to do some of your own, though, right? Yeah, I am. I have got to actually do any kind of performing as a solo artist, and I, I cannot and wait. You do actually create a lot of big sound for just one person, too. I mean, speaking of that kind of, I mean, that's fucking awesome. We were listening, like, I was really digging the new stuff. I've been having lots of fun with this new stuff. The the new things that people have been putting in my head. Like, just from working at the Cushery, like, the people who work there, the music that they've put me towards, mm -hmm. I'm just like... Shit, I've been doing things wrong this whole time. Right? <laughs> so, and now that I'm doing things right, I'm getting a really good product out of it. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so we're coming up on the halfway point here uh, with some uh, Lemonberry Terpto. Lemonberry is a well-balanced hybrid that is known for its sweet aroma of lemon and berries and cerebral high. We scored a gram of this Terpto at a shop in Marysville. 
Dude, even before I started exhaling, man, that flavor. Right? Man. Oh. It's got like a almost lemony kind of kind of feel to it. Yeah. Or not feel, taste. Taste. So now that the lockdown restrictions are starting to uh, to lift, mm-hmm. um, do you have any plans for live shows uh, anytime soon? Yes and no. Um, because of issues with my hands, I can't really play guitar as much as I would like to. What happened to your hands? Um, I mean, nothing much has happened to them. It's just kind of, especially on the guitar that I'm using right now, because it's a almost 50-year-old guitar at this point, mm-hmm. to push down on those strings at all is hell. Uh, you're my, straining your hands a little too much there. Yeah, so I can't really do a lot of the stuff that I used to do, mm-hmm. and I still want to write like that, so I know I'm going to need like somebody on stage to play guitar for me, or at least behind me, I feel for that. those moments where I just can't with my hand. Right, right. So that's that's the, that's the no part. Trying to find somebody who can play the things that I play is also kind of hard, because I don't want to sound egotistical or anything like that, but I have big hands. And a lot of people, I, I like doing dropped tunings on my guitar mm-hmm. and then doing a bar and then adding a seventh and a ninth with my pinky and my ring finger. Just because your hands can reach it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But then I also like to stretch it out like that. So I'm going <laughs> from the fifth to the seventh, or not fifth to the seventh, fifth to the ninth. Oh, and people just, they not people, other guitarists that I've played with, they, they don't like it. I imagine that's got to be kind of uncomfortable, especially if you have smaller hands. Like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's the sound that I love. I love having that like layered on notes, on notes, mm-hmm. on notes kind of sound. Oh, yeah. And that that whole full you know, the aspect of my music that you were talking about, mm-hmm. that's where it comes from. I layer things on top of each other because, to me, that <laughs> sounds good. We have a little bit about that too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, though. But uh, so, but like you said, uh, that was part of the no. How about oh, yeah. uh, so? The yes, I mean, dude, the stage is where I actually come alive. That's where I am actually who I am. And I cannot wait to actually be able to get back up on stage and be who I am again. All right. So, so for our halfway spot here, we have the uh, we have a strawberry banana. Strawberry banana is a hybrid known for its rich aroma of sweet berries and its creeper effect. We found a gram of this crumble at a shop on Bothell Everett Highway in Bothell. Cannabis should be when you receive it, though, when you're getting something new for the first time. You, there should be that ooh mm-hmm. factor. Mm-hmm. There like, should be, totally. I remember just, just the feeling of the old days when your guy would come around and you have something particularly nice and you'd just be like, ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now we have shops and we can do that with, ooh, ooh, oh, yeah. ooh. <laughs> That's literally half my job. Um, your song, Not Coming Home, um, is a pretty emotional piece. Mm-hmm. Um what can you tell us about it? We have we kind of have theories, but we we're kind of can I hear the to, theories before I answer? I'll tell you one. Of All right, them. Uh, deal. We think it has to do with you leaving the Mormon Church, uh, or because you mentioned in the last interview that you were Mormon that you're not anymore, and we had a feeling it had something to do with leaving the church and not coming back and then come and then moving here to Washington. That, I mean, that could fall to be honest. That's just a little bit more intricate of a detail that I honestly even thought for the song. 
Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> we were curious. We were curious. We were listening to it. Like, what could this be about? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, literally, the song is basically just about cutting things or cutting ties with things that are toxic in your life. Okay. So, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that the Mormon Church was toxic in my life, but I definitely know some people who would say that just because of the way they sure. were treated. Absolutely. You know. So, but also. You could look at it as, a, you know, the way I actually tried to, to, to frame it was in a, like a relationship kind of song. That was another one of the theories, is that we thought it might have been like a goodbye to a, to a, a previous relationship. Right? Yeah, that's kind of where it came from. But the, uh, so the real story for the song is actually a little bit more complex than all of that. Okay. Um, it was an exercise that a um, psychiatry book or psychology book, I always get them mixed up, actually proposed that I do, which was something of taking self-accountability. Mm-hmm. and putting out into the world. And, uh, you know, I lived with my friend Jenny and her son for two years, and throughout that time, I went from being somebody who was, you know, like the mentor kind of thing to basically being somebody who went to almost mentally abusive. Oh, wow. And uh, it was all because of things I was dealing with in my personal life, health, job, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you know, things got really hard, and uh, I kind of sat down and wrote those lyrics as a way of being trying to get into my friend Jenny's shoes of seeing somebody who's just come into their life, who used to be somebody that you relied on, that you've all of a sudden realized you're the problem and I can't rely on you anymore. That's so. deep, man. That's that's fucking heavy. And it's it's great that um, somebody can uh, own up to their own, you if, know. If uh, you don't, then you're kind of letting yourself down, in my opinion. Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, we need more self-accountability in this world for things to change anyways. And definitely. And, they, and especially if everybody can, even like on the little things, if you can at least take a step back and go, I fucked up. Yeah, I, I, I messed up. Okay, I can own on to that, you know, and, you know, then, yeah, yeah exactly. absolutely. And then, you know, work your way up to your bigger flaws, you know. <laughs> and we all have them, even if we don't oh, want yeah. to say we do. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Up until this whole point with, you know, living with those two. Honestly, it was, uh, I was one of those people who didn't think I had all that many flaws. I thought I was a pretty good person. Totally understand. And and, then you're, like, and you're still overall a good person. And, 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 and the fact that you are now aware of the flaws and you're actively making amends with them, you know. I mean, like, when I was younger, I was terrible by some of my friends. Yeah. I admit that. And I've been trying to spend the last several years atoning for that, you know, mm-hmm. trying to be the better friend. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, so I totally get that, you know, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a great message for everybody out there. It is. I, I would agree with you. Yeah. Ooh. So for our second to last here, we have uh, Cinderella's Dream. Cinderella's Dream is a sativa dominant hybrid known for its cerebral high and kick of energy. We picked up a gram of these saucy diamonds at a shop on Center Ave in Tacoma. Uh, so you have a series of new singles that are ju- uh, just been released. Um, how would you say you have grown or developed personally and as a musician since the prior releases? Well, one thing is I've, instead of going and telling, just telling stories like I was with the last EP and honestly with all of the bands that I've been in, I'm actually getting more personal That's to, cool. to be straightforward. I mean, um, whenever I was in a band, I've always been like the, the person who writes the music and brings it to the band and then we turn it into whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of been what I've done. So uh, I've never really actually sat down and written for myself. 
And that's okay. what I started doing now that I've got through the Sweet Rose, uh, uh, Devil and Washaway, which were typically, or not typically, were supposed to actually be for our old band, uh, yet to be. Okay. But because we've split ways and I was just like, you know, I, I love the songs. I feel like other people really enjoyed them when they heard them. I got to put them out anyways. Okay. So that's really where it came from. And, uh, and now I'm at the point where I'm like, this is me. I can actually just be me and, and write about what I, I need to write about. We were kind of curious too, cause, and I'll tell you why in a second, but, um, have you been, uh, doing vocal lessons or, uh, anything like that? Because we've been noticing that your range is getting, uh, as opposed to some of the earlier stuff we had, um, stronger and white and, uh, wider. Uh, maybe killing some of those vocals, man. So well, thank you very <laughs> much. I appreciate that. Um, I haven't really been doing any lessons or anything like that. It's really just been... Just been training your instrument, huh? Yeah, figuring out how my voice works. And, okay. you know, last time I was here with you guys, I'm, I, I you know, let you know, it really only been about a year of experience that I had as a vocalist as opposed to just a singer. Yeah. And so being able to have just this time, I'm actually able to grow and continue figuring things out as I go. And, mm -hmm. you know, one of the things that, uh, especially in the, the Devil Boy song that's coming out here soon, uh, Not My Choice... I do some falsetto stuff, which yeah. I've never, ever even contemplated doing until it was like, oh, well, this song kind of just feels like it needs that, like, almost Queen-esque yeah. feel to it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. And we did it, and it sounded good. Yeah, we, uh, this is one of the things we noticed while we were listening to some of your songs. That you're just like, yeah, it seems like you've just gotten bigger vocally. That's awesome. I Thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. I appreciate that a lot. That's, uh, uh, but yeah, we were curious. We were curious if you were doing anything in particular to uh, to, to do that or if that was, well, just, you know. I guess there is one thing I've been doing, and it's been, uh, as, as a guitarist, I always would sing along with the music because I already knew the guitar. I was already listening uh -huh. to the guitar. And, uh, now that I've been doing the vocals, I honestly don't like singing to the music. I like hearing what every you know, of the other, or other artists are doing. And, uh, there was a band that I actually auditioned for. Um, I, I would probably prefer, I don't say their name, so I will leave that out. Uh, cool. but I, I auditioned for them and they were like, dude, your voice is awesome. We just need somebody who is a little bit more trebly. And that was kind of where I was like, well, maybe I need to try doing some falsetto and actually get myself into higher ranges. If I ever want to actually become a vocalist for a group, that might be something I need to do. And for sure, yeah. yeah. And one of my favorite artists of all time is Our Lady Peace, and oh, their yeah. their vocalist is known for doing those from down here, all the way up here. You know, like oh, those yeah. kind of lines. And so, yeah, again, fuck it, let's do it. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Again, <laughs> thank you. That's uh, yeah. I don't even know how to respond. Thank you for that. <laughs> Um, so for this one, uh, just because of, you'll see why in a second, but uh, I'm going to hand you this to look at before I get it loaded and all that, okay. um, because I am awesome. unfortunately going to, no, it's very diamondy, and unfortunately oh, I'm going to have to break this bad boy, uh, so I wanted you to get a look at it first before, okay. I, before okay. I actually do that, but, but the, so this is the uh, Pineapple Sour Skittles. Um, and here's the obligatory, ooh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh yeah, you can see why I have to crack that thing because there's nothing else to. <laughs> I really wish you didn't have to. It's beautiful. Right? Can we show the camera. Yeah, I mean, we probably you should. You should show the camera. That is. That well, is we'll, we'll have. Uh, we have. Oh, that's right. Glamour, we have the glamour shot. So yeah, the, the, I'm pretty sure he's actually probably taken one of this already. So. Okay. Yeah, because that. <laughs> oh. 
That just looks like pure happiness. Sour Pineapple Skittles is an indica-dominant hybrid known for its sweet blend of fruit and citrus flavors and an energizing high that won't leave the smoker jittery. We scored a gram of these diamonds at a shop on 112th Avenue in Everett. Yeah, that's why we have that one last. That's, oh. <laughs> that's just such a great finisher. Oh, this man. <laughs> Dude, that's like I just smoked a straight bowl. That tastes amazing. Right? <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, so moving on to the uh, the last one uh, for the day, uh, your new solo uh, Devil Boy. Uh, not my choice. Uh, yeah, not my choice. Uh, utilizes a synthesizer uh, and additional track layering, which is a, a deviation from a lot of your other songs um, that are arranged around your vocals and piano playing. Um, were there any additional difficulties in the creation of a piece that requires more studio time, more technical layering? Well, uh, to be all in uh, all honesty, I had the easiest job of the uh, of the of the thing. Uh, so Devil Boy is actually the group that uh, wrote the songs. Which I don't know if we knew that when we uh, wrote the question. <laughs> I actually, I probably didn't even say that. I probably was just like, yeah, and here's this Devil Boy song that I'm on that's going to release. And yeah, no, no. I, but it, yeah, anyway. <laughs> yeah, no. So uh, uh, my, my buddies uh, in Devil Boy invited me to sing on a couple tracks. And at this point, since we've just been working on basically every track together, we've just decided like, okay, we're going to be a group. And uh, they handle everything but the vocals, except they do all the mixing for the vocals. Okay. I'm garbage at mixing. I, <laughs> I can't. I, I, I shop that out to other people because I'm terrible at it. That's fair. So, uh, yeah, they, they though, they, they fucking knocked it out of the park, man. That was um, a cool song, right? To, it's, a, to, it's an awesome song. I really wish I could very, take credit for writing it. Very yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no. Uh, my buddies Grill and, uh, and Gene. They're the, the head guys from uh, Devil Boy. They wrote it. They uh, shared it into the little chat that I'm part of with them. Okay. And immediately after I heard it, I was like, I literally texted them, can I please write vocals for this? Please tell me I can write vocals for this. Literally, and I can show you the text if you don't believe me. Those words. I was so stoked when I heard it. And uh, yeah, almost, uh, almost immediately, literally the day after I had it, vocals were written, lyrics were written. About two weeks later, we went and recorded it. So in that case, then, uh, what was it like writing vocals for synthy music? I mean, like, how, how, how does that differ from, like, what you're normally used to? Like, what you're... Uh, There's a lot more dynamic to it. So I can do a lot. A yeah, so, I, I mean, that's one of the things that's really hard to do with any kind of uh, modern rock is there's not a lot of differencing or changing in the dynamics. It's all pretty straightforward. And so... Mm -hmm. The vocalist, if you try to do dynamics, you typically just end up falling into the mix further than your vocal should be. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I'm at that point where I forgot what I was just saying. What was I just saying? Uh, <laughs> yes, we're there. Yes, yes, we did hit that good spot. Um, um, I know I was talking about vocal. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So, so with writing vocals for their shit, it's just like it's really. It's easier to do because I, I can really just 
I can let the writing do itself. I don't have to sit there and decide what's going to be here, what's going to be there. I can actually listen to what's happening and decide, okay, this part gets a little bit quieter. This part starts to build itself. This part is actually where the highest part is. And then here's the actual hook where everything's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And so having that kind of build that you just really don't find in other style of music, like it happens just not in the same way. Right. Really lends to that, like, I want to be a really dynamic vocalist. I want to be able to go really, really quiet and still have you feel engaged, mm -hmm. but then also start yelling at you and still have you feel engaged. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we noticed that you played around with like a little bit of auto tuning and like, and like other effects on the vocals, which worked for the song. Oh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, were you, when you're thinking of uh, the actual lyrics and stuff like that, does that actually um, enter your mind at that time? Like, do you think, okay, I'm going to be adding effects to this portion, or does that kind of happen afterward? Kind of both. Okay. There are some things where it's like I hear it, and it'll be like, oh, okay, that'll be that'll be cool there, that would be cool there, and uh, you know, I like I said, I don't actually do it. Uh, uh, Gene is the one who actually does most of the, the mixing. He also goes oh, okay. by he goes by Rio as well, uh, underneath the Devil Boy thing. Um, yeah, he does he does most of the mixing, and okay. we'll talk about like what happens and oh this sounds great this maybe try to change that maybe try to change that. Okay, there's a there's an active conversation every time we have a different you know thing happen, and uh, cool. yeah it's it's been really fun because like I said I'm used to just walking in being like here's the song. Let's blend it to make it sound like us. And for this one, it's more like they have their portion, I have my portion, and then we actually stir the pot together. That's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's a very different feeling, and I think that's one of the reasons why it works and why I feel like I can do a lot more with the dynamics of the music. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to hit like or follow and uh, share with your friends.